highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. Isn't it amazing that the issues we had in the 60s with people killing us, now we're killing us, and we're not saying anything about it. Had white people come through Milwaukee and started killing black people, the world would have stopped on its axis because so many people would have shown up to defend the neighborhood. But yet crime is literally out of control. And we're talking about it? It's an issue? What is your plan? What's the secret? Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Milwaukee, like many other major cities in the United States, has some issues that we have to work on. And that's no secret. And I've been talking about those issues over the course of my campaign for mayor. You're joking, right? Talking about it? Where's the plan? We keep talking about plans, talking about strategies. Where is the plan? What are we doing? Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. It's decimating the black community. Yeah, because y'all don't eat right. So when you get sick because you don't eat right, because you're overweight, and nobody tells you because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we live in a world now where if you hurt somebody's feelings, you might get arrested. It's ridiculous. Idiotic. If you know you're not supposed to have certain things because you have diabetes, don't eat it. Oh, but it tastes so good. Okay. Tell that to your children and your grandchildren who won't see you because you decided to eat. Doesn't make any sense to me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Entrepreneurship Tuesday on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is powered by We Energies, energy you can depend on. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, for We Energies Entrepreneurship Tuesday. So every fourth Tuesday, we try. Well, I actually think we do it every. I, th- I don't think we've missed one. Um, and I'm excited about it because We Energies sponsors these segments. And we talk to entrepreneurs in the community. And I have a guy. See, this is cool. Between him and Jason Fields, like, I'm the man. Um, but the weird thing about it is the both of them make me better, right? And so I want to introduce you to Dr. Bashir Easter. How you doing, Doc? How are you? I'm doing good, yeah. man. Oh, thank Fi- you for letting me Finally do got him I in know. the studio. Yeah. Had to hog tie him, <laughs> go to his house, kick in the door, send tax squad, <laughs> lock him up, cuff him, and bring him to the studio. No, I appreciate this more than you know. But I know you're 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 a very busy man mm-hmm. and unfortunately. I helped bring that about. Yes, you did. <laughs> so. You brought this back. You you <laughs> stimulated my mind. And we actually we if you think about it. I've seen you how many different places, weddings, and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. We still oh, yeah. always seem to oh, yeah. um, connect. connect and yeah. connect. Yeah, yeah. And then got an award together and Dabo That's awards. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just great thing. But of course, we were at a fraternity convention. Yes. He showed up there. I'm trying to tell you, With if you think about all it, of all us, the, all I'm of like, it. man, yeah. this is, yeah, just kept reappearing and appearing, and but that's how God does. It was does. destiny. That's exactly what it was. Yes, it Divine is. Order. Yes, it is. And so we, we always talked about doing things in the community and doing things, you know, a lot of people talk, especially when you're in the classroom, mm-hmm. but yet you actually did it. You know, you mm-hmm. went and got your master's, got your yep. MBA, yep. and you started working in the community and doing things, but not just like 
I, I probably shouldn't say that just like um, <laughs> working in the community and working in a nonprofit and, and feel good about yourself. But you actually did both. Mm-hmm. Right. You did the nonprofit thing. And now you work with all of us. Mm-hmm. And now you started this brand new company. Yeah. That when I heard it and saw it, I went. Yeah, but don't other people. And then I realized, oh, he putting that MBA to use, right? He found the niche Mm -hmm. where there's a gap and there was nobody to fill it. Yes. And so with that, tell us about your business you started, when it started. And what was the precipice? Yeah, I'm going to walk you through and you you step in because when it's in my mind, I just talk, Mm -hmm. right? You got to fill in the gaps that you're hearing. So really, I wasn't thinking about starting a business, you know, in regards to that. Get your MBA. You're like, I got my paper. Now, you know, I move forward. And my mother really, uh, really started this on my trajectory in regards to that. Yes. So my mother um, was impacted by Alzheimer's and dementia at the age of 50. Okay. Uh, She was actually diagnosed at the age of 55. Okay. And so she was doing weird things at 50, but we didn't want to associate it with anything except for, like, why is mom talking like that or saying Mm -hmm. different things, right? This is before I started doing any dementia work. This was all me focusing on, you know, uh, wanting to work more in the private sector, Mm -hmm. right? And so when uh, we started noticing something that was going on, my mother had diabetes. You know, we talk about health a lot, right? Right. And so she wasn't maintaining her diabetes, uh, her levels. And so what was happening was she's got ulcers on the bottom of her feet got to the point where they were going to take her leg and so we did everything to say hey what can we do and we're looking at my mom she has a medical background we was right. like don't you like, understand you didn't what's notice going this? right so they said well, we can put your feet in cast um and when they did that the ulcer did subside she was in cast for a year wow and they have subsided and but they did said those um she had to maintain her sugar levels and all of that as well but what uh happened was after uh they subsided they said it's still enough of the infection that they had to take her toes mm-hmm. so we were like okay that's fine that you know she still move around when? Mm-hmm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. you know did he just ask fine <laughs> take your toes don't take your toes we don't, oh, okay. we, we, leg or but toe take you know? a leg or toe yeah you know we said Sometimes let's do sacrifice. that sacrifice been yeah. talking about that this week so sacrifice. she did we said we got her set up she lived on her own on the highland on uh, highland I raised my myself and my two uh, older sisters, and uh, we got into there. So your mother's like a trooper, dude. Yeah. Wow. So we took her to the hospital. She had her surgery. Out of the surgery, she just had a smile on her face and wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, uh, what's going on? And so they were like, oh, it's just the anesthesia. Don't worry about it. It'll wear off. She'll be fine. And so right. we're looking like, oh, okay. So we got her in the car. We're taking her home. And she said nothing the whole ride home. She still had the smile on her face. Wow. And so we get her upstairs and get her in the, in the, in the place. And, and so then the next day, we're coming in to go check on her. And she didn't answer none of her phone calls. She didn't answer the door or anything. So we're bamming on her door. And I get there and get inside. My mother's in the, the uh, house with a bandage, uh, bloody, that she had on, same clothes that she had on, the same smile. Called my sisters and said, hey, we need to figure out something. We get her back to the doctors. They take her back for about an hour, and then all of a sudden they say she has dementia. She can no, no longer live by herself. So we're looking at each other. So wait a minute. Yeah. How did they miss that from being in the hospital and having surgery yeah. to it, then? So we immediately... You know, I would say our people, it's, oh, it's malpractice, right? Something y'all did, that this was right. going on, right? right? That's me, we're going there. Right. And so we're asking the doctor, well, wait a minute, what do you mean she can't live by herself? She has her own place, and wait a minute, before we talk about that, what's dementia? What is that? Wow. No explanation, nothing. And so she, he saw us having these conversations. And so he they said, did the whole medical thing. Yep. We're going to talk over your head because you we know more than you. you got we're it. just going to tell you what and it when is. She saw, he it. saw us you know, looking at each other like we're going to do. He says, well, if you can't take care of her, then you need to put her in a nursing home. Mm. That's how he talked to us. Okay. And so we wow. looked at him. It's like, that's not going to happen, right? And so we actually got our mom out of there, and we drove, drove away crying. 
because we didn't know what to do. Right. So we started to figure out the next steps. And so we did. We put our mom in a nurse home for one month just to prepare. My middle sister said, I'll take her. She just got married. I was in, I was young in my 20s at that point. Okay. And um, I'm like, you know what to do? So we put her in a nurse home and she started coming out of this fog that we started noticing. Right. And she started to be, uh, really start to say she was hungry, start to move around and all that stuff. We get her out of the nursing home because she's falling and she's not nursing home level of care. Right. So we get her out of there and we get her home and then we started noticing her changes. At first we was like, let's run around. She looks fine and stuff like right. that. So she wanted to eat. So she's eating. We make her a plate. Then we went to Omega. She took us to Omega. That's what we ate. She made and made plates like we, I was a grown man at a young age. <laughs> so we actually made her plates the same way. Okay. So she ate the plate, Doc, cleared it. Five minutes later, she says, I'm hungry. Mm. So we're like, oh, okay, mom, you're starving. You know, Memory. so we make her another plate. Yeah. She eats it, clears it. 20 minutes later, she says, I'm hungry. I'm like, mama, you're, you're hungry. You just, you just ate that. And she starts screaming, I didn't eat that. This isn't mine. Somebody give me some food. We're looking at her like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. My mother's never been like that. Took us back to childhood when she was about to whoop us, you know? Right. And so <laughs> we didn't know what to do. And so we called the doctor. She did that 24 hours a day. I'm hungry. I'm right. hungry. I'm hungry. Right. So we get to the doctor say, doc, she's doing this. And he says, well, feed her. We're like, we are feeding her, doc. I, I hand to, to the father. We are feeding her. We can't keep feeding her this way. She has diabetes. Right. You're the doc. You know this. Right. And so uh, he said, well, I'll medicate her. Gave her a high dose of medication so she would sit all day with drool down her face. So we literally took her off the medication and we wow. sat. We did this for five years, learning, trial and error. So I started working for the Department on Aging at that time. Uh, and when I would work there, that's when I started to learn about Alzheimer's and dementia and elder abuse unit. And I got so mad, Doc, <laughs> because I started learning about the resources, yeah. the services, the supports, all that stuff was and out nobody there. Said and nobody said a word. Nobody said a word. And so I started that, and, uh, and, and I did that for about four or five years. And then the Wisconsin became moving towards a dementia-capable community. And uh, it became the first with Jonah Arms, brought it to the Department of Aging, and I became the first African-American male to be the dementia care specialist for Milwaukee County. From out of that, I started to see in the eyes of a caregiver what we were mm -hmm. going through. Like, our mother had to get evicted from her place because she couldn't pay for it, of course, and anyway, she broke her lease. But we still went through the years of not understanding how to provide this care for her. So then there were gaps that I noticed. So these gaps were, I went to an, an event that was in the Dales uh, that was by one of the agencies uh, that was known in the community uh, for like the Alzheimer's Association. I went out there and I saw in there, there were about thousands of people there for these events, but I didn't see people of color there. That's number one. Then I also noticed they were having conversations from the Wisconsin Alzheimer's Institute that stated that African-Americans are two times higher to be diagnosed with the disease and our Latin American community is one and a half times also. And I did not see us in the audience. Right. So I'm like, what is if we're on the top of the list, how come we're not the ones getting these services? So. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to that, I realized that I had to be able to do something. So I started my company called Melanin Minded LLC in October. And what that focus is, is a mission, is to be the bridge for information, services, and supports mm -hmm. for people of color. And our vision is to be the, um, to also to empower and equip people of color to have the optimal quality of life. Wow. That's great. I'm almost speechless. <laughs> I mean, when I, when, when I think about the things that go on in our community mm -hmm. and just the, the, Literal, the deck, literally the decades that mm -hmm. we've misdiagnosed yes. things. I say this with all due respect, as simple as dementia. Yes. Then something has to be done. When we come back, we want to talk about some of the some of the disconnects from mm -hmm. real life and, and some things you can do with dementia and things you can't do 
with yep. dimension. Our guest today is Dr. Bashir Easter, CEO, founder <laughs> of Melanin Minded LLC. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. This is We Energies Entrepreneurship Tuesday. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Entrepreneurship Tuesday on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is powered by We Energies, energy you can depend on. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We Energy's Entrepreneurship too. Kyle comes in and says hello to Dr. Bashir. Like, I'm not even sitting here. Like, right? I can't get Kyle to come in the studio. He work here. Dr. Bashir shows up. He comes in. Hey, what's up? I do Dr. Bashir been here for less than 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Dude, got all these people flowing in. Hey, what's up? How's it doing? Oh, man? boy. Hey, Dr. Easton. Not knowing it wouldn't happen if it wasn't for you. See? Doc, so. See how people treat you. You see what I got to put up with, man? Um, so before the break, we were we were talking about Melanin Minded mm-hmm. LLC. And so you handle services for people who have relatives with dementia. Why not Alzheimer's? Or, so, or how does that even connect? Yep, and, I, and that's what it is. So when we have, one of the things we do is called Navigator Coaching, and that is really where we focus on a true intervention for families. So the main thing is, is we talk about dementia. Dementia is a pretty umbrella term for symptoms. So people use Alzheimer's and dementia interchangeably. That's right. what they use, right? right? And so they were like, but, what they but got? But they're not the they're same. They're not. So dementia is this. So you can have, say you uh, have um, some medication that you're taking, right? And mm-hmm. it may be an adverse effect. You have some slurring of words and stuff right. like that. You may be a little uh, impacting your, your daily activities and stuff like that as well. You may have a urinary tract infection, right? You may also have some alcohol that you drank the, and, and, and you were a little slurry of words and stuff like that. When you have the alcohol uh, dissipates your body, your medication that is, is actually regulated. You actually have your infection taken care of. That's considered reversible. So all these are symptoms. So they use that term to say these are the symptoms. When you actually have a dementia type, right, that is talked about Alzheimer's disease, Lewy body, frontal temporal, uh, vascular uh, dementia. These are actually the impact of the brain, the areas of the brain that have actually been right. damaged. Right. And each part of that area goes to what we have are the behaviors and symptoms of actually your um, certain parts of your brain actually dying, the cells, the right. synapses, and all of that. So when someone says that they have dementia, I always tell the individual first, ask a doctor what type. Make the family figure out what type. And the right. only time you do it is actually have to have, you have to go through an evaluation. You know, it's like, and so once you do the evaluation to figure out what's a, a neuro uh, scan and figure out what's going on in your brain, mm-hmm. it'll tell you the type. Why that's so important is the behaviors. And All behaviors are communication. And you may not deteriorate to the point where you can't function. Exactly. You may just have a part of your brain that doesn't work and you can literally yes. create a workaround. Yes, Doc. The brain is so it. beautiful. It finds a workaround. Right. Through, it Which is it how all. she got all the way that far. Exactly. And exactly. And so how how does so can a, can a person work with dementia? Yes. Can they hold a job and yes. go through life? And this is why I started the process of okay. uh, a navigator transportation. Um, and no, so, well, first of all, explain what a navigator is. Okay, so a navigator is an individual that helps guide someone. And I'm big on don't give me a pamphlet. I remember when we were struggling. <laughs> don't give me a pamphlet and tell me to call yeah, somewhere or go here, or go yeah. there. We're already dealing with the person that we see. Right. 
is acting differently, but visually, I don't know what's going on with them. Okay. So I need you to tell me what to do. So a navigator is just that. We actually walk individuals through what you need to do to get services. Got the first it, is, is understand what the diagnosis is. Then we go into the function of, do you have a power of attorney, which is very important for all of us, those pieces as well. Making sure the person understands the family is all a part of care, even the youth are part of care and how is that impacting you? So that's the main thing that we try to do is make sure that these services are provided. They're doing a lot of work that's here, which is called the dementia care specialists that do those services throughout the county to do that. And so I just added on that component because mm -hmm. I understand the impact of people of color not having those individuals to walk them through. Wow. Have any questions? 833-212-1017. About business? About melanin-minded? What they can do for you? The types of services they can offer? Um, LT on the talking text line says an attorney for the elder rights project superseded my mom's two doctors and they diagnosed her with dementia and Alzheimer's to say that she was competent. My sister who barely came to see her stole her to Cleveland, Ohio, got a new will, altered her life insurance policies and had me kicked out of the house that was promised to me in her will in Wisconsin. No attorney would take the case for less than $20,000 retainer. I took care of my mom for 12 years on my own, sacrificed employment, relationships, and business opportunities. And he said this, the elder rights project didn't help him the way that he thought that it would help. So, and so many of us mm -hmm. go to these, these places that we go to, and many times we don't, we don't have the ability to really handle all the problems that are going on all at one time. Um, he goes on to add that his mom died alone in a crappy nursing home without me seeing her for two years. And so those are, those are some of the, those are some of the negative things that have happened, but I'm sure, and, and I'm sure you'll, you'll tell us, those are some of the reasons why you started melon in mind. Yeah. So the, the things is, is that, so as an elder abuse investigator, one of the things I've seen it all, I've seen people fight over a napkin right? because mama right. and daddy had it, right? And they right. said it was for me. Right. And that's the ugly side of it, right? And when I say this disease will tear a family apart, it will, because mm -hmm. it brings all the ugly out of all of that, right? Because people don't really know their matriarch and patriarch has changed and they don't know what to do. So what we try to do is, is to make sure the individuals understand that your loved one is still the loved one. The disease is the disease, right? right. There is a separation. Right. You have to understand that. And right. they are, I guarantee you, I tell my, my family today that I don't have my children or anyone in my family is my my um, power of attorney. Mm -hmm. I have my best friend is my power of attorney because right. they he would do what I asked them him to do. Right. Right. That's, and that's family. The whole point. And it's the whole point. We already have family <laughs> like that. Right. So yeah. there are these things is we try to do is is to make sure that the person is protected at all time by putting these mm -hmm. things in place. Right. But there is a part that has to do with court. The court has to deem an individual incompetent through a Correct. guardianship. So they get Correct. a guardian ad litem who is a, is a separate party for that individual that has nothing to do with right. any of those those pieces from the courts. They're, the, they're for an advocate for that person. Mm -hmm. And so unless someone is going on and they have been evaluated to be deemed incompetent, it has to go through a, a batteries of, of, of pieces right. to make that determination. Well, one of the things I ran into um, is my wife's aunt. They started it for her mm. through the hospital, which I thought was ridiculous because they didn't ask us. Right. They didn't check with us. Yeah. And all of a sudden they started this proceeding and then had her money 
pay for yes. the court for proceeding. The court yep. And I raised my hand and I said, so the only reason we're doing this is because the hospitals is, is in cahoots yes. with the with the law firm to generate this little money because the lawyer that's here has only been a lawyer for like six months. The part of you going to the hospital when you're not able to make decisions for yourself and they need to put, that's why a power attorney is very important. If those documents were already done and set, they can't right. just go in and move forward to any of that. They, right. You do not want someone to make decisions for you when you can't. Yep. That's so we need that period. We don't need yep. that. If we have any other issues, get your POA documents done. It's very, very simple to get those done and make a decision. Something happens, your family you can come it. in and say, hey, I got this. Yes. Go to court, whatever y'all doing, yes. stop it. Yep, and that's a that's the healthcare power attorney and financial. Right. Covers that. And so I come to you, right? Mm -hmm. My mother has Alzheimer's, my mother has dementia, and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Is do do you take them at that stage, yes. or do you take them at look? My my mother's had Alzheimer's for has dementia. I take them for, a lot of times. It's you the know caregiver. what I mean? The caregiver is who I focus on. So when I you say caregiver, what yeah. do you mean? Are you talking Any about the person mother, I hire to take care of them? Nope, the it's family. The, it's the family. It could okay. be the mother, the father, the husband. It could be the children. It's those individuals that are actually seeing that individual every day and making decisions for them because they're no longer able to do it. Those are the people we try to educate and get them up to speed because no one is sitting down, going to school, and all of a sudden being prepared because somebody in your family is going to have this disease. No one's doing that. It hits them. And usually they notice things early but never say anything because they don't know what to associate it with. But when it's at the time that I usually notice. But what notice, do you mean by that? You yeah. don't know what to so associate it with. So my mother was having signs, symptoms at 50. Which were? She was having certain, saying certain weird things. Like um, we noticed that she'll be like, well, mom, why are you walking and going to go get cigarettes at 10 o'clock at night? We're just thinking like, you know, she needs some cigarettes. Mm -hmm. My mom, it's 10 o'clock at night. You know, or, or she'll say some things like, you know, did you guys see that giraffe was down the street? Like, mom, what are you talking about, right? And so you're not taking on these little pieces that you're noticing as you start connecting these dots. Say, like mama was having issues at 50 because we now, right. I knew more. Right. Right. And that was the difference. She was not diagnosed at 50 till 55 because of the surgery and decline. And so she might have been different. Yes. At 55, Ex a whole new person yes. and dealing with it. Yes. Had you caught it soon. Exactly. And uh -huh. then, then that's what we're trying to get people to get the diagnosis early. And, when the, and the doctors and physicians need to be held accountable right. because then when you go in and you get somebody right. that goes in, they're not diagnosing mm -hmm. because in their mind, well, I can't give them anything. Yes, you can. You give them information. That's very important. That's gold. That's gold. And so power of attorney has to go with you. So if you go to another state. You can go to where your mother is in another state and take it to court and say, here, I'm her power of attorney. The only reason why a power of attorney would be changed unless somebody rip it up. It, then you actually have to add on an activation to that document. Mm -hmm. If they have not had a doctor, psychologist, or someone to be able to go ahead and deem that to activate that document to then activate the person right. who you name right. to make decisions for you in that part. Even in that part, that still the person can rip it up. You can't mm -hmm. create a new one if the person is impaired. But right. what they can do, then you move towards the guardianship process, right? Okay. And so some people think they to get the document to POA that they now have rights. I can do all this. You can't do anything until it's activated. Right. The person still has a right. And you got to file it. And you got and all of that. Yeah. Right. Yep. Very true. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. We're talking to Bashir Easter. Doctor extraordinaire, <laughs> um, academic doctor, not medical doctor, mm -hmm. which means he went to school a long time ahead to do research. Yes. And um, owner of Melanin Minded LLC. Brian from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. I got a question. Um, my mother is a retired school teacher. 
I mean, she's in good health physically, mm-hmm. but she's got that diabetic retinopathy where she really can't see. And so I have a living, living with me. And, but a, a lot of things she's confident on, even though she does say some, uh, I, I call it memory lapses or mi- or rememory memories, where she'll start saying some things that she's experienced in the classroom up to this day. But as far as having a conversation with her, I mean, she's normal. But as far as getting things done, she can't do it anymore because she can't, uh, quote unquote, see. So I have her living with me mm-hmm. because she uh, lost the vision. And I'm trying to find out is it practical to get a power of attorney now or is it practical to just keep playing it by ear until she's losing certain types of. Uh, competencies because I really don't see her losing any type of competencies. It's just that sometimes people like talking about things that happened in the past and I guess when you get older you like talking about those things yeah. out loud. Okay. So what would be the course of action? Yeah. And also is a power of attorney something you have to get an attorney have to have an attorney or you have to go get an attorney to do power of attorney or can you just do your brand- paperwork get a notarized to uh, make your uh, and I'm, I'm thinking about just financial right now because uh, I, I already I've already been paying and taking care of a bill as far as, as a whole year. So do I have to hire an attorney to do this basically? And uh, you know I'm just looking for some type of advice. Okay, hang on. Well, one one of the things I'd like to add before you jump in no, is that we're not attorneys. And we don't give advice. Um, we could talk about it in a general sense. Yes. But my big suggestion for you, Brian, is to actually pay the money and have an hour consultation with an attorney. That's probably the best thing that you can do regarding the power of attorney, regarding the uh, financial power of attorney and things of that nature. Dr. Bashir. So you have to understand that your mom needs to be able to make the decision to be able to name someone to be the agent as a power of attorney. That, as you're saying that she's lucid, that means she has to understand what's being said to her. She has to understand what she has to read. And then she also has to sign the document to name who is that. So it's very, it's very important to have somebody, especially when she has a renopathy, um, to have the understanding exactly what she is saying, who is she is naming, because she might not name you. Right. And so you have to understand that that person has the choice always, no matter what the documents are and what you're doing. So an attorney would be very important to have somebody there because you have to have a witness to be able to help in the process of doing that. And they have to be able to make sure that they see that the person has named the person to be their agent. That's very important. The other thing you have to uh, make sure is, is you have to get her a true diagnosis. That's one of the things that I push everyone. Do not just think what they have. Do not just uh, um, um, guess what they have. Get a connection to her primary doctor to have her have a diagnostic uh, test to find out what's actually going on with her. Because it could be a bunch of things. And so the first thing is, is to clear her medically. That's the first thing that needs to be verified before you move anything else. The other thing is, don't wait. Do not wait. Do it as soon as you can. And then you need to get a POA for yourself. This is important to be able to say for anyone who hears me talk about that. That document is extremely important for someone to make decisions for you. And those are the things that are start before guardianship needs to be put in place. All right. And also questions, Legal Aid Society of Milwaukee, yes. 728 North James Lovell, which is 7th Street. And also 
go to Marquette University. They have mm-hmm. a law school there. They have second and third year students that could possibly help you. I'm sure they have a law clinic there as well. So make sure you check that out. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday. Melanin Minded LLC with Dr. Bashir Easter. When we come back, we've got Teresa and Talking Text Line. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Entrepreneurship Tuesday on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is powered by We Energies, energy you can depend on. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We Energies Entrepreneurship Tuesday with Dr. Bashir Easter. Melanin Minded LLC. How'd you get to Melanin Minded? Like, what yeah, is that about? I, I truly believe that everything is divine order, and God gave me that that thought of melanin, right? And so I actually have, you see on my shirt, it says C18H10N2O4. That is the chemical code for melanin. Okay. And so I didn't want to just say people of color, people of color. And it is, we focus on melanin. It's all a melanin skin. So that is Write our that focus. Down. Yeah. So, and that is, we um, make sure that, that we say who needs these services. So I'm big on talking about you know what's on fire and what's smoking right the, with this disease uh, people of color are impacted by disease at the highest rate so we're on fire so we need services immediately right? so why do you think that is that we're is impacted a, so we're trying to figure that out right there's a lot is it, of issues is it food is it's, 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 it's diet it's diet is it? uh, we're highest list of heart disease high, uh, mm-hmm. high blood pressure diabetes and all that and those are linked to issues of how the body is actually impacting the brain like okay. the oxygen you know not enough circulation getting there all that's having to do with that Mm -hmm. and so what they're trying to also find out is there an amyloid fluid that is built up more in the brain but the difference is we're not in a lot of the research to find out why okay right that goes back to what we've been continuing to talk about so those those are the pieces we're discussing teresa from milwaukee you're on the new 1017 the truth how are you i'm good thank you how are you all this afternoon doing well well, I don't wanted to get his uh, contact information and then give a, 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 a scenario about that guy that had texted you and how it seemed to be so common that um, things like that happen. I had a cousin that uh, that happened. He was taking care of his dad and a sister came over after like 12 years and started visiting and then when she passed, you know, she basically put, you know, the other, the other, her brother out of the house and I'm just, you know, thinking that just seems so common. Not so, not that it's common and it's okay, but I hear of it happening a mm-hmm. lot. Well, those and, types of things uh, like need I to said, be protected want- ahead of time. Yes. And, and I think that's right, where people right. miss. Remember, he said, do it today. Yeah. Yes, and then mm-hmm. even going off of that, you know, when you married to someone, mm-hmm. what happened to my mother uh, that was married to someone of another nationality after 25 years, his kids came, or the kids came, and he had, you know, she didn't think she needed to have that guardian, you know, of him in paper because that was her husband. No. But he went to the nursing home, right. and they end up going and taking him from there mm-hmm. and taking him to Hartford and having him um, change everything. Well, if that was in Wisconsin, and that's why you have to go to a 
an attorney because um, the laws in Wisconsin, I think, I believe, not being an attorney, should have superseded that because she was the spouse. Now, here's the thing that we have to remember doing. We have to speak up and be an advocate for ourselves and speak up and say, excuse me, I'm the spouse. They can't do that. Let's go. Here's my right. my wedding thing and all that. So you said you had a personal and question, Teresa. When people don't look like you, when you know when they of another nationality and they don't look like you, and the doctors don't look like you, even though he had been diagnosed with medically diagnosed with uh, that disease, they were still able to go to another place mm-hmm. away from Milwaukee and have him uh, able to change power attorney, close the bank account, and things like that. You know, and that was in Milwaukee. That, but there you know, were, but there, there were some, but there were some mitigating things, not being a lawyer, of course, where it had mm-hmm. to be on file with the court. So as soon as a person gets sick, as soon as a person doesn't, then you need to be in court or at least in front of an attorney who can steer you, I would prefer an attorney, to steer you through that process so that you can make sure that person is is covered. There are myriad documentaries on Netflix that talk about in movies about how people come in, and especially rich people, take over your parents. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you look up and you don't have control over your own parents. And so those are some of the things that just have to be done no matter what. You said you had a personal question? Yeah, but you would. Yeah, I wanted his information, contact information. Okay. Can you can you give Not that? personal. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. so absolutely. So you can reach me at, it's going to be long, and then we can put it in, but it's Bashir.Easter. Okay. So that's B-A-S-H-I-R dot Easter, like the holiday. B-A-S-H-E-R. I-R. It's I-R. B-A-S-H-I-R. I-R. No E. Listen, listen. Oh, I. Okay. I-R. Uh-huh. And then it's dot Easter, and it's at Melanin. M-E-L-A-N-I-N. Minded, M I N D E D L L C dot com. So it's yeah, Bashir dot Easter at melanin minded dot com. Uh-huh, Bashir Easter. And if you simply go on Google okay. and Google Bashir Easter yep. or, or melanin minded dot com, yep. it'll, it'll, it'll pop, pop right up. Yep. You got it, Doc. That's it. Okay. Well, I got it. All thank right. you, Teresa. Thank you so much. Yeah, have you. a good rest of the evening. All you right, too. you too. Bye. And so, those are the those are the kind of things that we have to look at and really think about how to start that process now. Now, how to get all those things done yes. now? Because in the end, if you wait, it's mm-hmm. going to be too late. It's going to be too late. These are things we talk about organizing your life, right? It's something we need to do immediately. All right. Yeah. So when we come back, I'm going to walk you through again uh, some of the some of the steps. And I'm going to ask you about who we need to talk to. Mm -hmm. We always talk about lawyer, but then I'm pretty sure there are other people and other caregivers, services, all that stuff. So (laughs) you're listening to We Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday on the new 1017 The Truth. Truth in the afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris here with Dr. Bashir Easter, CEO. <laughs> Who yeah. knew that was going to be in your I future? Tell it. Uh, Melanin Minded LLC. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. <laughs> Thank you.
Entrepreneurship Tuesday on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is powered by We Energies, energy you can depend on. Dr. Ken Harris here with Dr. Bashir Easter Melanin Minded LLC on the new 1017 The Truth. So before we left, we were talking about um, how can we figure out what we need and who we need in our life when it comes to just health issues. I mean, so we talked, we talk, you know, everybody talks about a lawyer, mm-hmm. but I don't think people understand you can actually go to um, Marquette University and they have a legal clinic and, and all sorts of things that you can go. They have a pro bono partnership, um, not only just criminal, but also other things that you can go through and get information. But, but beyond that, right, mm-hmm, you know, we mm-hmm. panic. Oh, we're going to get a lawyer. It's going to cost a lot of money. I don't need one. But it really won't. After that, who do I need in my life to help me make sense? So we, we talked about the lawyer. We talked yep. about the navigator. Mm-hmm. Who else do I need in my life in terms of resources to make sense of all this? So when you talk about the certain ages, right, when I, my, when I fell in my niche is when I started working for the Department on Aging. Now it's called the Department of Health and Human Services, mm-hmm. right? right? And then so right off of 12th and Valide. that They have a, uh, a, a vast amount of services for individuals pretty much from zero to, uh, to continued in age, right? And so these, when we talk about the services from uh, what they call a program called Family Care that also helps individuals at, to a certain point where they're not able to provide their own care and need and have a higher level of need that they go in and get their Title 19, things like that to help them pay for their services. They also, when you talk about rides, we go into t- discussing uh, other uh, services as well that they, you may need at uh, disabilities and you name it. So that's one of, the, one of the main pieces that we try to connect individuals to is understanding these services are embedded right in the community to help you and will walk you through process to help you at whatever age that you need if there's some, there some issues. We're talking about right here in Milwaukee, you, you, um, you, uh, the senior uh, aid you have, yep, the senior services you have right there, legal aid uh, that you have. The other thing that you have, SDC is another uh, agency that's out there that also helps individuals to help them with things that they have, whether mm-hmm. they have issues or disabilities or right, not. Right. Um, and these are things that we're talking about. Is there's, there's nothing wrong to find out what resources are in your community. It does not mean you have to be poor. It does not mean that you have to have a bunch of money. The resources can be can be connected to you at at any point in your life. The point is you have to step out and get them. You have to ask for them. You, there's a there's a big belief that we don't want our family business be out in this, in the community, right? <laughs> Listen, and you realize that that's not helping. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Watch this. You ready? Come on. Die. Yes. All your business exactly. is going to be out there because if you don't have a will, exactly. Yes. It's going to court. Yes. The next thing you know, probate. Yes. And, and probate. And they take it. It's all your finances, you all your Everything's house, everything there. you owe, all yeah. this is. And so we're really trying to say yeah. you need to take care of these things early while internally to the family have the family conversation mm-hmm. about what this is going to look like and let them know that they will change as you progress in life. But you have to have them. We don't like to talk about death. Right? What do you mean you don't have? What you mean I'm gonna die? Yeah, I'm gonna die. Hey, God said that's gonna happen. Everybody gonna be the same place. But you know what we don't have? Life insurance. <laughs> we we don't have life insurance. But that's why we got Northwestern Mutual coming in. There you go. It's important. Life insurance is important that. because right. that is that you're actually leaving something to to take care of you. I don't want to leave nothing for my kids. Yeah, that's it. I want to leave nothing that. for. Meanwhile, if if you talk to the right people, they will help you build and structure. Yes. Generational wealth. Yes. That can't be torn down. You got it. 
but still flexible enough so that when times change, Mm -hmm. like, can you imagine if my mother who passed away in 1995, can you imagine if she gave, had a will and had a a trust that said that you can only use the money like this and didn't have the mindset to understand because I didn't buy a computer until 1998. Didn't get on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The fact that she didn't have that knowledge, she could stifle your whole life. Yes. And so just yes. those simple, just simple things, decisions you yes. make impact before you yes. get something as simple as dementia. Or but we understand that, you know, money has a, a lot to do with it. But yes. if you have someone yes. that can help you in a process and say, do I have a, a, a life insurance policy or do I have to pay for food? Right. Or that, you know, right. things like that, those all come to play. But the point of it, as we talk about, is important for legacy. There's one talk is long term uh, health care insurance. Right. right. You right. realize in these facilities, if you ever had to place someone in, into a facility, mm-hmm. the cost that it costs, the, yep. the, the amount of cost it takes to care yep. for someone, yep. thousands and thousands of dollars. And right. then realizing if you would have had that plan early in your life, it would be paying for your services. And when right. you become to that point where you may not right. you know, be able to do it on your own, it's very, those things like that. And that's information that needs to be shared with us early mm-hmm. in life. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Marquette Volunteer Legal Clinics, uh, May 15th to August 5th this year. Uh, they give free, brief legal advice and referral on civil legal matters, which is what we're talking about, yes. including but not limited to family law. Divorce, child support, placement, custody, evictions, and housing law, eviction records, debt collection, small claims, small business, guardianship, probate, all that stuff. No criminal or employment discrimination. Um, They've got walk-in clinics Tuesdays from 1 to 3. Tomorrow, Wednesday, from 5 to 7, mm-hmm. you can start signing in at 4.30. That's at United Community Center, 7, 7.30 West Washington. And on Thursdays, from 9 to 1, sign-in starts at 8.30 uh, at the Milwaukee Justice Center, 901 North 9th. So there are, there are so many places and so many things you can do. Milwaukee County Veterans yes. Service Office. So you work with a lot of people and you make many referrals because you have the resources. Mm-hmm. But again, if I have a person who has dementia or I suspect it, how do I get in touch with you? How do I let Melanin Minded help me? Yeah, so uh, I gave my information at the bashir.easter at melaninmindedllc.com or melaninmindedllc.com. Go right on there and put mm-hmm. your information in, and we will get connected to you in regards to that. There was major uh, things that we're trying to do. One of it is that recognizing that youth is a part of care. African-Americans and Latino families provide care as a whole unit. Yes, but Lord. The, but the youth are involved in that are, are impacted at a higher level, so that's a focus. And then the... Dementia-capable transportation service. That's that's the biggest piece, my, the rideshare service for Milwaukee County. All right. Well, thank you much, Dr. Bashir Easter, who is the CEO, the boss man, <laughs> Melanin Minded LLC, We Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you thank for being you, brother. here. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, Doc. All right. Appreciate it. Bashir.Easter at MelaninMindedLLC.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We're live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. Tori Lowe is up next in the 6 o'clock hour. I want to say thank you to DZ for piloting this ship. And we'll see you in about 22 hours. See you tomorrow.